welcome to the Best Self Podcast. My name is Brad Dalton, and we are so thankful and humbled by the just outpouring of support and positive feedback we have gotten, and the list of listeners just keeps growing. We've got 20 different countries on board now, and we've got new listeners from Alabama to Maine to Missouri to all over the West Coast. So, so thankful. Thank you guys so much. Keep sharing. Keep spreading the positive vibe, getting people on the positive train. Uh, We're just going to keep growing this thing and see how many different lives we can impact. Our daily dose of goodness. Man, thank you guys so much for sharing. We had so many people send out suggestions and just different ideas and different great stories. The story we're going to share today is about a 10-year-old named Tucker Sullivan. What a great name. Tucker's this really cute kid, not a big guy, uh, not the the get-off-the-bus guy, but I tell you what, he packed a punch yesterday, and I got a video from his dad, Ryan, last night, actually, and Man, I, th- I think I've watched it 15 to 20 times, and I smile ear to ear, even have a little bit of giggle out of just excitement every single time, and the 20th time is just as good as the first time, and it's just a really simple story with just awesome, meaningful emotions, and with, uh, with Tucker, Tucker's a little baseball player, as I said, he's 10 years old, and uh, yesterday it rained all day where he lives. A lot of rain, but the clouds parted. They were able to get a game in. And for Tucker, he, he got to hit, and the bases were loaded, meaning there was guys, there's runners on every base. And he comes up to the bat, digs in, looks the pitcher in the eye, and hits a ball over the fence. His first career home run, Tucker hadn't even hit one in practice. And he drills this ball over the wall, and that is a super cool part in itself but man just watching the range of emotions from from mom mom was doing the video and she was she was on fire but then when the ball went over the fence it's like her hair caught on fire she was so excited so cool and then watching all of his teammates stream out of the dugout and huddle around home plate just waiting for this 10 year old tucker sullivan to finish rounding the bases and Tucker coming in down the third baseline, getting to the plate, jumping up and down and landing on the plate and all of his teammates patting him on the helmet and just jumping up and down. Just the range of emotions just was amazing. And those are the kind of emotions, like those feels, they will never forget that. The people in the stands felt it. People in the dugout felt it. Everyone felt it. It was super cool. So that's our daily dose of goodness. If you would like to share some of your daily doses of goodness or stuff that you caught people doing that's impactful, that makes people feel, that leads the good movement, uh, good news movement, feel free to email me at bestselfdalton at gmail.com, bestselfdalton at gmail.com, or just post it and tag me on social. I'd like to tell you a story about a guy named, uh, we'll, we'll say, uh, say his name's Ryan. So uh, back in the day when I used to teach in the classroom, 
there was a, I ran how I ran my classes. It was kind of a Socratic seminar uh, type deal where every day we we debated and we discussed and we uh, argued and just tried to stimulate thought. And there was this kid named Ryan, sharp as a tack, kind, great worker, an exceptional human being, like first class all the way. My kind of guy. Thing about Ryan is he also had a speech impediment. So I'm guessing, you know, through the course of his life, he probably unfairly had people that didn't want to listen to him, that didn't want to give him the time of the day. That five seconds of listening to him was probably five seconds too many because those people, uh, for a number of reasons, just um, didn't want to listen to him. But Ryan would sit next to me every day. And he was always leading discussions. And Ryan loved this class. I don't have the letter he wrote me at the end of the year, but it was a super, super touching, just touched me to the core type type letter about how much he enjoyed me and what he thought of me. And I really think that Ryan loved the class because I listened to him. And we created a culture where everyone listened to him. And... Ryan, to be successful uh, in my class and life, is a guy that just can't focus on what he lacked. Contrarily, he actually had to focus on what he didn't lack because it's just the laws of attraction. If you focus on what you lack, you're going to attract, <laughs> attract what you lack. If you focus on positive, it doesn't guarantee you everything in life is going to be hunky-dory but you're gonna get more positive. And so Ryan didn't focus on his speech impediment. He taught everybody, everybody, patience, acceptance, appreciation. I think everybody gained as much out of him as he gained out of us. And he made our tribe that much stronger. And so we always hear this, this, uh, this verbiage, it takes a village, you know, it takes a village to raise children. It takes a village to create a team, to create a workspace, projects. And it's so true. And the thing about it here is that we all have the opportunity to be raised by a village. We all do. In fact, we've probably been doing it our entire life. And it doesn't just have to people be the people directly in your family. It's not just immediate family that raises that tribe, although that is really cool. I have a friend, Trish Radicke in Missouri, that grew up with all of her family. I mean, aunts, uncles, grandparents, you name it, all in the same, like within driving distance. My wife grew up with grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles. And then my own mom, half of her entire family lived on the same hill in Virginia. So I do think that's really cool. But what we have to understand is that we're raised by so much more than that. For me... I mean, Dan Jackson, Don Calkins, Joe Hagman, those were all coaches of mine growing up. I was raised by them. Suzanne Radicky, Betty Blendu, Chris Chance, I was raised by them. Those are all moms of friends that I hung out with all the time. And today it's my coworkers. It's members of my positive train group. It's the small businesses that I go and support through these hard times regularly see all these people are having influence on us 
All of them are. Whether we realize or not, they're all having a strong influence on us. Their personalities, their perspectives, how they relate to others, how they treat others. All of those things naturally assimilate into our own lives. And I think this is a great time to embrace vulnerability, guys. Embrace it. It's a strength. As we've talked about before, friction and resistance, it makes us stronger. You got to say to yourself, I'm not strong enough to do this on my own. But as a whole, we can do this. And we're not alone. We're not alone. There's people all around us. Some of us don't even you know, really know us. They wouldn't say that they love us. But they're influencers of us. And they are good people. They have goodness and awesomeness in their veins. So you're not alone. The great ones know this. In sports, in business, in friendships, the good ones recognize strength in togetherness. They delegate. They're intentional with relationships. They embrace vulnerability. I'd suggest intentionally exposing vulnerability on purpose. You see this all the time. I mean, you'll see it in you'll see it in sports. You'll see it in really in good good businesses and whatnot. They're always asking, "What are we missing?" If you were to attack us, if people were to come at us, how would they come at us? How would they go get us? How would they try to expose us? Because success loves preparation. You want to kind of expose yourself in advance. Be real with yourself. I've never met a person in this world who's perfect. See, guys, even even in the crucibles of life, in the midst of life's darkest challenges, life can be really good. Even in the midst of the darkest challenges, even in the crucibles of life, life can be really good. And I want you to write this down. Write this down. Remarkable. Repeatable. Reliable. See, we want to be remarkable. We want to be abnormally awesome. You have the goods. We want to be repeatable with the positive train movement. And we want to be reliable in that we want to be consistent with our village and with our thoughts. I'll end with this, guys. Andra Day had it right. We'll rise up. We'll rise like the day. We'll rise up. We'll rise unafraid. We'll rise up. And we'll do it a thousand times again. In spite of the ache, we're going to rise up. Your best is good enough. Today, go out and work like a champion. Play like a champion. Live like a champion. Because greatness awaits you. It's waiting. It's waiting. Be a champion of the people in your village. You have a great day. I really appreciate your time. Again, if you feel like this is the kind of stuff that your circle and the people you care about can benefit from, please share. I want to impact as many people, and I want you to impact as many people around you as possible. You have a great day. Take care.